Cheers! I'm so delighted to be back. This is season seven on Fashion Love Stories, my beautiful darlings. And it has been uh, a pleasure for six seasons now sharing my beautiful love stories with you, my fashion love stories, my spirituality and uh, all the fantastic high vibrating things in life. Um, I was born in Greece, uh, raised in New York City, studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology and worked uh, in the fashion industry uh, in New York City. Uh, Versace, Bergdorf Goodmans, and uh, Susanna Galani's jewelry, Age of Gods. Currently, I am uh, venturing into podcasting, uh, also art and uh, uh, design as well, other than jewelry. So stay here, and uh, during the season, you will find more things about me, and we will share um, beautiful stories together. Stay well. Hello, it's Susanna. It is Tuesday night in New York City. Late January. The weather has been cold and frigid and um, not so inspiring. Uh, I have been uh, staying inside trying to recuperate from a cold that has been lingering on for a week and uh, my mood has been a little bit um, down. I'm trying so much to lift myself up and uh, get on with my goals and uh, the new year 2024. So today it was a highlight so far of this uh, great time in January because I was doing this search on uh, this American designer who is uh, very, very well uh, known. I would say he's uh, one of the top five designers of all times. And he's Ralph Lauren, my darlings. I feel so elevated. I feel so inspired after I have been doing a little bit of uh, research on him. I'm so impressed with his achievements. I'm so impressed with... uh, the character, the personality, the integrity of this uh, man, the vast creativity, the inspiration, and the vastness of his character and his achievements and Again, his creation, how he was able to change the entire time ever since he started working and create this all Americana look and inspire the whole, uh, actually design the image of the the United States, uh, fashionably speaking and lifestyle speaking, and created this... dream world and this fantasy world this reality that eventually became a reality and this man took um, a simple dream of um, him growing up in the Bronx and his inspiration by the movies of the time because his life was very plain Uh, he was here an average life average parents 
and he would go to play sports, he would go to school, he would go out in the neighborhood, like all of the people his age. He was born in 1939. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you more information, specifics about him, but uh, uh, overall what I'm trying to say is his humble uh, upbringing, origins, even his name he had to change uh, from Lipschultz to Ralph Lauren because he was bullied when he was going to school because his uh, last name had the word, part of it was shit, love shits. So some stupid people at the time were um, bullying him. So he, he wanted to glamorize his life. He wanted to create another life. He wanted to create a dream life and how many people can say they did that and they inspired the entire world there were very few people that uh, affected uh, the image and the beauty and the style and the lifestyle the fashion and uh, in general the lifestyle of, of a country and therefore uh, the world because uh, he was he is actually still a, a prominent designer, American designer, and uh, his brand is uh, famous throughout the world and everyone wants to be identified with this lifestyle which is very upscale, very um, glamorous, very rich, uh, inspired by old England, the castles and uh, the mansions. Also, he was inspired a lot by um, the West, the cowboy eras, uh, that, and the movies that he was watching and some of the people that uh, influenced him was, were Gary Cooper, Cary Grant, uh, Lauren Bacall, Audrey Hepburn. By, by the way, uh, the last name Lauren was inspired by the actress Lauren Bacall. So he took that name and used it as his last name. So he was uh, a person, he still is, obviously, he's still alive. Uh, but uh, at that time, when he decided to, to create his life and design the life that he really aspired to be part of, it was like a dream life. It was like the movies. It did not um, exist in, in reality. Everything was about how it was in the movies. And he was so inspired by that, that lifestyle of all this... Uh, uh, grand uh, uh, movie stars and uh, how they were living these uh, unreal, <laughs> out of this world lives, uh, mythical lives. But he wanted to create uh, a real life based on these inspirations from the uh, movies at the time. So he became the star of his life. He was. Uh, a beautiful man and uh, he was styling he was wearing he was he was wearing his life exactly how he wanted uh, he, he appeared he came up to this world I'm sorry I'm lost of words here he he lived the life that he was inspired to create eventually he was he was the um, the leading man of uh, the Ralph Lauren life. Um, he chose the wife, 
because of that image, the all-American clean girl, uh, glamorous girl. He uh, pictured her next to him. Uh, he 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 created these uh, characters: him, the wife, uh, the children, the houses, the grandeur, the beauty. Uh, it was all deliberate uh, and. Uh, he had a vision. Now, how that vision came, uh, he was not inspired any, any, from anywhere particularly because he came from very humble uh, upbringing and uh, his parents, they were not into fashion, they were not very elegant, they were not as glamorous as he eventually became. So he did not have any particular inspiration. Um, based on one of his interviews that uh, I watched with Charlie Rose, it was about 20 years ago, he said it just came. He was... As, as, as a creative person, I can relate to that because uh, when you create, it's not you, it's just uh, the divine working through you because I experienced that. So I can see him being used as a vessel from the, create, from the creator to create all this beauty and all this majestic, uh, beautiful uh, life and uh, beautiful images and beautiful campaigns and products and... Uh, his cars, his mansions, everything. He altered our lives. I'm very much impressed by this man. I am speechless, actually. Having a background in the fashion world and having Gianni Versace as my boss and experiencing the fashion world from that perspective from one, of, from one of the grandest designers of all time Gianni Versace I should not be that impressed because I have experienced grandeur from the Gianni Versace uh, influence uh, but I would say I'm speechless he's up there as a creative Ralph Lauren he's grand he's mega a mega creator I'm really very, very much inspired by him. Um, I'm going to take a little break and come back and give you more bits and pieces about his life because it's definitely multifaceted and uh, it spans many, many decades and there is so much information to, to give you. Uh, I'm going to start with giving you some facts, uh, which uh, everybody knows as far as when he was born, how many children he has, uh, when did he start his company, and give you more and more bits. Uh, and at the end of this podcast, uh, we are going to be able to see a little bit of uh, the grand picture that is uh, um, Ralph Lauren. So I will be back. And here we go with uh, the story of the legendary Ralph Lauren. He has been um, part of the uh, New York, actually, uh, fashion scene for uh, over 50 years, to be specific, 56 years. Six years ago, on September 8, 2018, he celebrated his 50th anniversary as a designer of women's wear and men's wear and children's wear and home decor and fragrances and all that. Um, he celebrated uh, with a huge uh, 
fashion show uh, that took place uh, at Center Park, the Bethesda Terrace, and the whole, the entire fashion industry was there, um, among uh, other designers such as um, Calvin Klein, Dana Karan, uh, Carolina Herrera, Kanye West, and celebrities and politicians and uh, all the supermodels and all the models, all the fashionistas, all the people from um, uh, the media and uh, the style, international jet setters and uh, high-end clients and everybody was there to pay tribute to this um, legend, Ralph Lauren. So definitely he has been around for a long time. He was born in 1939 um, in Bronx, New York, from a Russian uh, Jewish immigrant family, and he had two brothers and a sister. He came from very humble uh, background, and um, he had a beautiful life, though, according to him, although he was not uh, very affluent as a child, uh, he was very happy with uh, the love and the support and uh, the family structure that he had and uh, he never complained about what he didn't have uh, also um, the times were different so everybody didn't have a lot back in the day and uh, people just enjoy what they had and uh, the family, the friendships, the security of the neighborhood, the playgrounds. Uh, people were more simple back then, and he was one of them. So he never uh, started, uh, uh, he was never set to, to make billions that uh, he ended up making. He just wanted to express himself, to create a movie, because he was very much uh, inspired by uh, the old Hollywood of the time, uh, the Cary Grant, Gary Cooper, uh, Fred Astaire, there, uh, Lauren Bacall, um, and all the glamorous Audrey Hepburn. She eventually gave him uh, a Lifetime Achievement, Achievement Award. But these were all his uh, childhood heroes, and they all uh, uh, were involved, or they were all taking roles in movies that they were full of integrity, class. Um, elegance, uh, beautiful people inside and out, and he wanted to be one of them. He wanted to be a star, but uh, the inspirations and the, um, uh, the people that really inspired him, they were nice personalities, nice character with uh, great integrity. So this is part of his life story because his personality is like that. He, um, uh, um, in one uh, interview, uh, he doesn't have too many interviews. Uh, he doesn't give too much interviews, too many interviews, but um, the very few interviews because he, he feels that his work speak, speaks loud and clear of who he is. And indeed, uh, it does. Uh, but um, Oprah Winfrey had an interview with him um, maybe 15 years ago or so, maybe maybe less than that, maybe 10 years ago. And uh, she concluded the interview by saying, thank you for the integrity. And that speaks volumes for a man that started, uh, like I said, in um, the streets of the Bronx uh, uh, and um, New York uh, Later on, he went to Baruch College for two years, and um, he 
never really liked school and he, he dropped out. So he's not a college graduate. Uh, that is to tell you that uh, he don't have to have uh, degrees, business degrees and this and that in order to be a success. You just have to have the vision and the desire and the passion that he has. Uh, even after all those years, he's uh, 85 years old today and he's still uh, the creative director of uh, his company and uh, he still uh, creates um, different products, different collections and he's done stuff. He's full of... Um, uh, he's talented <laughs> and his vision is uh, still the same. Uh, he has been... Um, Staying within the vision, uh, not changing, not derailing, not going with the trends. His vision is um, inspired by old England, like I said, the mansions, the classic, the polo games, the aristocracy, also the New England uh, rusticity. He's also uh, inspired by the American West, the natural beauty, the cowboys, the mountains, the beautiful nature. Uh, and he is very much inspired by the cabins and the horse riding and actually uh, a polo player or a man on a horse uh, is his um, trademark. And the name of the company is Polo, uh, like a polo player, and he has... Uh, no one is allowed to use that name. <laughs> uh, so he copyrighted that uh, word. So even polo players or polo teams, they cannot use that name. I don't know if it has changed recently, but this is what I read about how he owns that word, polo. Although he was not a polo player per se, he did like uh, the man on the white horse. Uh, a savior type of a man or a very ins inspiring or influential type of a man who was here to inspire and help uh, uh, us <laughs> and he did it uh, very 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 successfully and he still does it he was also very much like I said earlier um, inspired by the Hollywood glamour and he creates men's and women's collections and uh, children and for the home. And um, there is a certain uh, timelessness in his style, uh, which is uh, his signature. And um, it is celebrated and recognized throughout the world. Everyone knows that Ralph Lauren aesthetic and uh, his style and uh, his homes uh, very much and he's associated very much with uh, what became the American look, the American, uh, he, but he was a huge influencer uh, in, in styling uh, the vision and the image of America. So uh, people are associating Ralph Lauren with uh, America or America with the Ralph Lauren aesthetic. Like I said, uh, he was born in 1939 in the Bronx. He went to business school, he dropped out, and he enlisted in the army for two years, and then he came back and he married the love of his life, uh, uh, his wife, that uh, they're still married. She's 80 years old today. Um, so he always had a passion uh, for clothes, and he always... I guess he was inspired by those movie characters of Gary Grant, um, Gary Cooper, Fred Astaire, the impeccable dressing, uh, 
And uh, these looks, they were not available to buy during those days, uh, the early days of his uh, career. So um, I guess they were uh, made by custom designers for the, for the studios, but there was not a store where he could go and buy the looks that he so much desired, uh, uh, elegant, uh, well-made, tailored, classic, a certain um, degree of heritage, um, something that could be passed down from uh, father to son or from mother to daughter to granddaughter, etc., etc. So he was always fascinated with uh, impeccable quality, uh, craftsmanship, uh, very European aesthetic. It was more popular in Europe, but not here. So he created all these, uh, this heritage look, that, uh, that timeless look that um, still... Uh, is recognized after uh, 50 plus years it's still the same he never derailed from his vision he was always a constant uh, i would say like the queen of england <laughs> he never changed never changed his image his his vision and his aesthetic and that was his instinct about life this is how he saw it and this is how he envisioned the perfect life to be and he created it he created a movie using clothes using himself as the protagonist his wife as a leading lady of his life because she had the look he specifically chose her because she was beautiful mother-like a clean all-american uh, looking uh, blonde uh, beautiful hair and um, uh, she's part of the look also uh, the and, and and his story the Ralph Lauren story so he used uh, he created that American dream life the cars the horse riding, the beautiful colors, the beautiful textures, the homes that he eventually started uh, designing, the interiors. And it went on and on and on without really derailing. The silver, um, uh, the embossing of... uh, the emblems and uh, very much uh, like the old English aristocracy but uh, it became uh, fresher, newer, more uh, acceptable, more accessible I would say and it was not so much out of reach it became part of uh, the American dream and whoever wanted to be part of this world which was initially inaccessible, only the English aristocracy or um, other aristocratic families in Europe uh, could do it, people that uh, could afford, and it was not extremely expensive, so affluent people could, could afford to have this lifestyle and be part of this dream. So he's the man that created this beautiful movie, and uh, this is more or less his work. This is, what, this is what he was able to, to create and design. Design for the entire American, a new life, a new uh, brand, and um, beautiful quality products. And he was dressing everyone at any age, from children to older people, and everyone could associate with this. 
uh, his look is very classic uh, again very timeless this is what uh, he's been recognized and he was recognized ever since um, uh, there were so many tributes to what this man um, was able to 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 bring uh, or create for us He received the key to the city of New York from Mayor Michael Bloomberg for his outstanding civic contributions and the French Chevalier de la Légion d'Honneur I'm sorry, let me do that again. Uh, Chevalier de la Légion de l'Honneur in recognition of his contributions as a designer, business leader, and philanthropist. He's a great philanthropist, by the way. He was, among, among his many awards, uh, was the James Smithson uh, Bicentennial, Bicentennial Medal, recognizing his lifetime contribution as a great American, uh, as a fashion designer, uh, as a great American, I'm sorry, for his leadership role in the preservation of the Star Star Spangled Banner. The Council of uh, Fashion Designers of America, that's CFDA, has awarded Lauren many high honors, including Women's Wear and Men's Wear Designer of the Year, Retailer of the Year, um, and the prestigious Lifetime Achievement Award was uh, awarded to him by uh, Audrey Hepburn. Uh, it's a, a humanitarian leadership award. Um, also, American Fashion Legend Award and the first ever CFDA Members Salute. Uh, Ralph Lauren was also presented with Women's Wear Daily uh, inaugural uh, John B. Fairchild. That was the... the um, creator of Women's Wear Daily, a fashion publication that is very, very well known. He was the founder. Uh, and the British Fashion Award, recognizing his legendary and creative vision. Okay, he was, he's very much uh, recognized. Uh, Ralph Lauren, he is also the first American designer to have been awarded the honorary Knight Commander of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire. So these are some of his um, awards. But he started uh, in a very humble manner. Like I said earlier, he he loved clothes. He loved to be one of these movie stars, uh, uh, dressed very elegant. He was a good-looking man, by the way. He was like a star himself when he was younger. He still is a very good-looking man. So his looks were star-like, uh, star quality. So um, he envisioned himself as being uh, the protagonist of his life. But in this case, his life was not a movie, but it was a movie. However, he created a real life. His life was like the movies, by the way. So he created the mansions, he created the clothes, he created the personalities, the lifestyle, the hobbies, the sports. He he loved sports, he loved sports. So that's why he he wanted uh, also one of his, his his brand to be, um, have that... uh, logo um, um, polo so because he loved he loved sports so 
the very sporty and also he also he also has this huge selection of uh, vintage cars and uh, his collection is priced in the millions if not billions so um, he started uh, as a teenager by really being obsessed with good-looking clothes elegant tailored timeless and uh, he was working uh, in Alexander's, which was a store in New York City, a chain of stores, but very moderate, low, 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 lower, I would say, low to moderate. So he wanted to make money, and he, he also was working at Brooks Brothers. But at one point, he started um, designing a collection of uh, ties. Uh, his style was a little bit different at the time. Uh, it was wider. The, the 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 tie itself uh, before that uh, um, the style of the ties were very narrow and he was uh, in a very bold manner introducing uh, a wider tie so one of the very prestigious stores that he was eyeing was Bloomingdale's it was one of the best stores it still is by the way um, the best stores to 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 sell clothing so when he he approached uh, them uh, they loved his uh, style that was in the 1970s i think um so they liked it but he was no one and they didn't recognize him as a designer uh, they saw the potential but they just uh, they liked his style up to a certain point but they had their own specifications and they they wanted the ties to be a little bit less wider and also to put uh, the private label in the back instead of his name uh, so he respectfully declined he he said uh, i appreciate what you're doing and thank you very much however uh, this is now how uh, i envision my collection i cannot do what you're asking me and he left six months later down the road uh, um they called him and they gave him an order. He was very much inspired. He has this uh, preppy collegiate look as well in his part of his aesthetic from uh, his experience at Brooks Brothers because he was working there in the menswear department selling shirts and ties. I suppose this is how he got inspired to do the ties from his experience at Brooks Brothers. Uh, Brooks Brothers was very high-end store at the time, special, uh, specializing in the collegiate uh, preppy look. Uh, so definitely there is uh, that part, uh, that element in his uh, uh, collection and his aesthetic that still remains. So that was the beginning of the great uh, designer. Eventually he started making menswear clothing, uh, women's, and through the years. I can give you more details in another segment um, as far as the company, but... In this podcast, I am focusing about the beginning, the humble beginning of this great man and uh, how he really started. Um, eventually, he created the, um, the rest of the collections, the women's and the men's, and uh, they all had the same style. They were timeless, sophisticated. Uh, he wanted to make women beautiful, not fashion victims. 
and the man very elegant and stylish. There was so much integrity in his brand and it still has the same integrity. Integrity is like the buzzword uh, where one can describe the brand of Ralph Lauren. There is this history. So that was the humble beginning of uh, Ralph Lauren. Um, I will come back at another episode, perhaps the next one, because there is so much information and I can give you bits and pieces of his collection and his story and uh, what else he's doing and uh, more specifics as far as who is the CEO today, uh, what happened to the company, how was it financed, uh, the ups and the downs of the company, because after being in this uh, industry for so long, it was not always easy for him to be, uh, it was not 100% success. There were times where he really went down because of the trends, but he remained true to his vision. Uh, he, he He's still a stable uh, Uh, brand and uh, nothing changed and uh, this is what makes him uh, so different and such a classic timeless brand so i will be back uh, like i said with another podcast if not more than one because i absolutely adore uh, uh, this designer Um, i find his creativity um, immense and uh, beyond amazing Uh, there were so many um, bits and pieces that I can uh, I can I can mention uh, so many more that um, there is so much history of this brand and this uh, man that uh, it may take a couple of um, uh, more um, podcasts uh, and definitely I'm going to be mentioning him again because I absolutely adore him I adored him ever since I got to know this brand uh, from my college days. And uh, it's still happening. I love everything he does. His home decor, uh, the sporty uh, clothing that he does. I like how he's inclusive, different uh, races. He's he's not branding himself as a specific uh, um, uh, all Americana, whatever, uh, more more specific. But he's including everyone. like the melting pot that we are so are his clients and his models and his aesthetic but overall they go back to the same route uh, the classic timeless uh, new england rustic uh, western um, but everything uh, blends in and it creates the beautiful brand that still exists and uh, I'm so happy he's, he's in our lives and, uh, and I'm so grateful for his contributions. There is so much. I'll be back. I'm going to tell you a lot more. I absolutely love him and I am definitely immensely inspired by this true creator, the greatest, I would say, one of the great, great ones. I'll be back, my darlings.